1: Hello and welcome. It's our number three, our number three of our radio program, and we parse the words of T.Y. Hilton, T.Y. Hilton, who slobbered, slobber, 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 all over the newest member of the Indianapolis Colts, Carson Wentz. We, of course, find this stunningly misguided, and we'll go into detail. Also, a peek at the Rams and the team formerly known as the Redskins as well. All of that and Big Ben's lame jokes of the week coming your way, and we do it right now. Hey, thanks for listening to the Ben Maller Show podcast. It's me, Ben. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific right here on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Ben Maller Show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
2: Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
1: A horseshoe of love. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Mather Show. We are in the air everywhere as we round-robin, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and beyond the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from inside the theater, the theater of the mind, the Fox Sports Radio Studios. Hope all is going well in your world. Can't be that bad. You're listening to a... Sports Talk radio show when most of the world is sleeping. So we thank you for that. But our lead this hour does come from the NFL. We have a rule here. We have to find some kind of NFL story to talk about every day, at least one hour dedicated to the NFL. And it's a good news, bad news situation, right? Is the glass half full or is the glass half empty? It's a good question. The good news for many of you, judging by the feedback, is that this is not going to be a Deshaun Watson, Malamala. Nothing earth-shattering happened in the Deshaun Watson legal saga that rises to Mahler monologue status. So we're going to give that a rest. If you've got Deshaun Watson fatigue, consider this a rest. I cannot promise you that we will not be discussing it every single day next week. Even when I'm in here post-Easter Sunday into Monday, I'll be yapping away. Now, the bad news that's the good news. The good news, we will not be talking about Deshaun Watson. The bad news is our NFL chatter is about the Colts. A rather vanilla uh, football team, the Indianapolis Colts. Now, T.Y. Hilton, he re-signed this offseason. He was free agent, and he flirted with some other teams, but he came back to Indianapolis. He had some interesting things to say. Now, normally, I don't spend a lot of time obsessing over the words of T.Y. Hilton, but these stood out to me like a sore thumb. And if you didn't see it, maybe you don't know what I'm talking about. Let me give you the truncated version here. So T.Y. Hilton, longtime receiver, he started waxing poetic about the skill set of Carson Wentz. In fact, I'll pretend I'm T.Y., and here's the quote. He has some Andrew Luck traits to him, Hilton said of the new Indianapolis quarterback. He can get out of the pocket, make plays, a special talent. Close quote. There was more, but that's that's the meaty part. We only need to focus on the meaty part. So let us discuss. The, the question is rather simple. Here's we parse the words of T.Y. Hilton. So hearing the words of Hilton, should the Colt fan be legitimately excited about Carson Wentz coming over? Because according to T.Y. Hilton, he's got some Andrew Luck traits in him. He can get out of the pocket and make plays. He's a special talent. All right, so my reaction is to to, to T.Y. I give T.Y. a little side eye on this. I mean, what are you doing? All right, I'm giving you the evil eye. Now, I've got Boy Scouts, Bottleneck, and Double Whammy. And we will connect all of this together and give you a blah, Malheur monologue. Now, first of all, T.Y. Hilton, who seems like, A nice enough guy. I don't hear him talk a lot. Seems fine. Whatever. Uh, I guess he's got a future in politics. This was diplomacy on display. Diplomacy on display. T.Y. Hilton's new nickname should be the statesman. Because he laid it on thick. You know how politicians go out, shake hands, take pictures, kiss babies, that whole thing. Uh, And that praise of Carson Wentz. I mean, now some of it was by the book, right? Because we always say with these these type of situations, the answer is always like, "Well, what are you supposed to say?" Right? What are you supposed to say? The reporter was fishing for a quote. Likely had the story already written about Carson Wentz and the relationship with Ty Hilton. So Hilton had to had to give him a quote. He took the bait, and ta-da! Here's the quote. Uh, Ty though should earn an extra Boy Scout merit badge for locker room citizenship. Locker room citizenship. Now, based on the eyeball test, Carson Wentz is not only a quarterback from what he did in Philadelphia. He was terrible. Okay, there's no other way to say it. Uh, Now, my evidence, let's go to the numbers here. Here's my uh, my evidence to make my point here. Carson Wentz, last season, less than 47% of his throws were deemed accurate according to Pro Football Focus, third worst uh, since they began tracking that statistic, Carson Wentz, the third worst uh, last season. Wentz had had one season which was a magical carpet ride, and that was in 2017. I was at the end of Carson Wentz as a big-time player against the Rams at the Coliseum when he got hurt uh, back in the day, and he ended up leaving on a golf cart. And that's it. That's period, stop. That's the end. Every other year, Carson Wentz has been in the NFL. He's been 14th or worse. Last season was rock bottom. Carson Wentz in a 32-team league was the 31st-ranked quarterback in the NFL. And the Eagles, here's the other thing. You know, T.Y. knows this. We all know this. The Eagles thought so little, so little of Carson Wentz that they were willing to take it in the shorts to get rid of him that he was that much of a nuisance that they had to get rid of this guy. Now, the second part of this, the Indianapolis franchise, not exactly the top dogs if you look at the AFC. And I have seen very little credible commentary that the Colts have have upgraded. I don't really need other people to tell me. I'm looking at what the Colts have done, and I'm like, okay, okay. Uh, there there's some lateral moves here. There's some downgrade moves. Now, we still have the draft, and that could change things and move the needle a little bit. We've got the second wave of free agency when salary cap dumps start happening and the players don't take pay cuts with the myth of a salary cap and the, they end up getting released. Uh, so we still have that. But as we sit right now in this snapshot of time, The Colts, uh, with most of the heavy lifting done, if you think of it like boxing, they're not in the same weight class, right? You You have the Chiefs, who are the heavyweights of the AFC with Patrick Mahomes, the class best in show. And then after that, it's pretty much wide open. Like a lot of people love Buffalo, and they're going all about the Bills Mafia and all that. They're the main title contender. But that comes with a big stipulation. Was Josh Allen's performance last season a fluke, or is that the new normal? Does the glass slipper break in 2021 for Josh Allen? Does he have a regression to the mean? You don't know that until he gets back out. You might say, oh, there's no question he's going to be good, but you don't really know that. We've seen players have a big bump and then bump back a couple of steps. And then after the Bills Mafia, every Tom, Dick, and Harry knows that the Colts are more of like a middleweight, that they're bunched up. There's a bottleneck. Teams like the Ravens, you can even include the Browns. Dare I say the Browns who are in that. And there's clubs that are lurking in the shadows of the AFC in case, in case Patrick Mahomes has a snap, crackle, pop situation and it opens things up and then it becomes wide open. The landscape becomes wide open. It's uncharted territory. Now, the final thought here, as we put the ball on this. Now, in, in Indianapolis, Carson Wentz reunites, and it feels so good, with Frank Reich. And he's the guy that served as the Eagles offensive coordinator. I think most of us know that, was the Eagles offensive coordinator when Carson Wentz was there. And that is the big selling point. Right? That's what the Colts are hanging their hat on. Now, why does that matter? Carson Wentz, his only good season, which we told you was in 2017, was under the tutelage of Frank Reich, the coach now in Indianapolis. And he had 30-plus touchdowns. I think it was 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions that year. And then he watched as Nick Foles, yeah, that guy, Nick Foles led the birds to the fluke Super Bowl title. Sorry, Philly Rob, but that's the, the reality. Uh, so listen, we, we look at this and we see resurrections all the time in sports, players that are down in the dumps that come back and have a great second act. And in, it's certainly possible with Carson Wentz. You don't eliminate it, but it's certainly not something that you would bet on because he's got the double whammy working against him. We're talking about Carson Wentz. Strike one, erratic. Confidence is shot He's a slump buster. Strike two, Carson Wentz, injury prone and fragile. He's fragile. He's as big as an ox, but there's always something going haywire. Not exactly the alpha dog leader. In fact, if you believe the media reports out of Philadelphia, unlikable. Unlikable. And when the going gets tough, Carson Wentz, his reputation is that he needs a safe space. So that's not exactly what you're looking for. It's not exactly what you're looking for. Uh, but we'll see it ha- we'll see how it shakes out. But TY Hilton again getting the merit badge for uh, just sucking up to your quarterback. Speaking of quarterbacks, Matthew Stafford was in the NFL news. Did you see this? The report came out that Matthew Stafford had a minor Her? minor surgeries, the, the the big savior for the L.A. Rams offense. And some of you are like, well, you've got to do a Matthew Stafford monologue. No, I don't have to do a Matthew Stafford monologue. I, I don't. Uh, Stafford's going to be perfectly fine when the season starts. Not worried about this at all. And if you if you don't know, we're in early April. Training camp is not till mid-July. And if it's a minor medical procedure on a thumb, I'm pretty confident that getting through the bulk of April, May, all of June, and then part of July, we're talking about three and a half months, uh, he'll be fine. If not, just cut the thumb off. Who needs the thumb anyway? Just cut it off. Pull a Ronnie Lot. and just chop the thing off from back in the day. And I, I also got a kick out of what Ron Rivera was doing. Speaking of quarterbacks, Ron Rivera in Washington who seemingly with a straight face said that while Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to open up training camp as the number one quarterback, it's not a fait accompli. He implied that uh, Taylor Heineke is going to be in a competition there. And there's also the possibility that Washington drafts another quarterback in in late April, like uh, less than four weeks away, less than four weeks away from the start of the 2021 NFL Draft. It is the Ben Maller Show. We're going to take your phone calls if you'd like to talk about any of this or anything else, including baseball season getting underway, and we will allow hot baseball talk. Hot baseball talk. I was telling Roberto in our production meeting uh, that uh, you know the Red Sox here have a Dodger flair to them. And the Red Sox didn't play on opening day yesterday, but when they take the field, the The lineup most of the time for cheating Alex Cora, the despicable manager of the Red Sox, will be Kike Hernandez, who's penciled in as the leadoff hitter, and Alex Verdugo. A couple old Dodgers. That's the one-two punch. And I was looking. Now, Verdugo was part of the Mookie Betts trade, but I was looking for the other players, and they're not on the, the big league team. So we're a couple of years out from the Mookie Betts trade. Mookie's already won a World Series as a Dodger, and the Red Sox are not getting the dividends from Connor Wong. That's the uh, catcher guy, Connor. Connor Wong and Jeter Downs. No, all right, Derek Jeter. Yeah, how about how about that named after Derek Jeter, Jeter Downs? But, hey, it, much like this is like out of the Celtics play, but you know how the, the joke on the Celtics is Danny Ainge traded all those first-round picks, so the, the G League team in Maine is really good. Well, the Red Sox, they've they've made that Mookie Betts trade. That AAA team for the Red Sox is stacked. They are loaded. Absolutely. All right, 877-99 on Fox. 877 if you would like to be part of uh, the festivities, also on Twitter at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. You can be part of the you, uh, the program. You, you yes. said that
6: you said that as a joke, but that's uh, that was our whole plan, right? The Red Sox to to replenish the farm system after uh, I don't know why his name escaped me right now, but after the
1: old uh, Don Dombrowski. Dombrowski guy. Yeah, he's with the yeah, Phillies yeah, now. Dumbroski. Yeah, yeah. is yeah, a winner,
2: there. but uh, he'll. Yeah, the Phillies,
1: are, the Phillies will win the World Series. I bet you. It, within like the next five years, they'll win. they will get rid of your farm system. That's for sure. Yeah, but let me... Hey, listen, that Red Sox trade for Mookie Betts, they that that uh, Worcester team loaded. The Worcester Red Sox, <laughs> their new AAA, they used to be pot talking, but now they're Worcester. That team is stacked. Absolutely stacked. All right. It seemed like a hostage video. What was it? We'll get to that, and we will do it next. You know, I've seen Peter King in his underwear. Do you know that? What's wrong with that?
2: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. What's up, everyone? It's me, three-time
1: NFL All-Pro Sean Murray. And I have a new sports podcast called The Lights Out Podcast with Sean Murray. This podcast is special to me as I get a chance to talk to some of the best who've ever done it, on the field or the track. So whether it's talking to a Super Bowl champion or a NASCAR Cup Series champion, the Lights Out podcast will bring it to you the only way I know how to. I'm giving you the best insight from the best who's ever done it. Listen to Lights Out with Sean Merriman on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast.
8: You can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
9: Listen up, Mallor Militia. The Ben Mallor Show is the show of the people, by the people, for the people. Join the movement and follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Mallor. And you can tweet at and follow tonight's executive producer. He's assisting with Coop DeLoop, but uh, he's in the studio. Coop is at home. For the final time this week, it is Bo Benson, and you can follow him at Bo, B-E-A-U, T Benson, B-E-N-S-O-N.
10: Never heard of him.
9: And live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
1: A man with the only known mobile Maller militia billboard, our buddy Moving Man Matt, based in Boston. Last I heard he he was driving up, he was in Maine. He goes all over the country, not just the Northeast Corridor. He says, B-monologue, minus Ben. Screw Carson Wentz. He's a pussy willow. You touched on this, which saved a lower grade, but the Colts and Wentz are boring. He's demanding some hot baseball talk. Calvin in Davenport says, thank you, Ben, for all but guaranteeing Carson Wentz is the comeback player of the year and Stat Padford throws over 30 interceptions. Well, Calvin... I hate to disappoint you, but I've already seen the script. It's not the final draft, but I've seen the script for the 2021 NFL season. Everything's choreographed. Everything's manufactured. And Matthew Stafford, MVP for the Rams and an MVP candidate in the entire NFL. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. It's uh, going to happen. I'm telling you. Uh, just Josh writes in, says, best part of the week. It's Friday. It's payday. It's lame jokes. And we've got baseball. That's right. Lame jokes coming up uh, in just minutes. Just minutes away from Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. But we will slide on over and take some phone calls up until then. And uh, eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Let's say hello to uh, Manuel in Gardena. Hello, Manuel. Any in Sherman Oaks, the talking...
10: Head of the Walking Dead. I was uh, talking to my man, keeping on the down low, Bo, aka Bo Bridges, off there, and uh, we, we give you an A plus today on all your monologues,
1: Denny. Well, thank you, man. Man, you're very kind of you. Of course, a savvy connoisseur of sports talk radio. You bet your ass, Denny.
10: And the Ben foolery has been palpable tonight. We know the Colts are going to be garbage from their pill-popping exec to wasting Peyton Manning's career with one warning. I mean, it's going to be more of the same. Indianapolis is just a perennial (laughs) loser.
1: Well, be careful, though, man. Man, Well, be careful, because Indianapolis, there's that clinic that Peyton Manning went to and got the uh, the pixie dust, and if Carson Wentz goes there and gets the pixie dust, watch out. He might actually be good.
10: Well, you know, hey— we remember what Peyton was uh, accused of back in the day, a.k.a. Payton Deshaun
1: Watson, if you remember oh, that's that. that's right. Peyton, Peyton's the very lucky. Plug, the orchids of Asia in Indy. But,
10: Just think, uh, if, if what, Peyton,
1: what Peyton did when he uh, he enjoyed you know, getting tea uh, in Knoxville, or at least the there was a bag i think but uh, but oh, if it was
10: covered that's right
1: My yeah, if it had happened I these days there would be payton would have had no career he would not have had all the records he had he wouldn't have been able to play i guess you're right hey benny
10: one last thing you know that our dodgers are going to repeat but i want to tell one funny joke an everlasting joke that's been going on since 1969 the San Diego
1: Padres. <laughs> All right. All right. Be careful, man. Well, those, those Padre fans, they don't handle the humor very well. They're very serious, the Padre fan. Yeah. <laughs> Funny guy there. All right. We, we, have a, we have a mystery caller. Does anyone want me to take the mystery caller? I don't know who this is. It's, it says mystery caller in Portland, Maine. Who could this who? be? I don't know. We're going to find out. Mystery Caller, you're on the air, Mystery Caller.
10: Hey, how's it going, Ben? I appreciate you taking this. So, real quick, I do have to say two different things. First of all, I have to say, I know what's going on. I heard a little bit of mumblings and jumblings last night. Listen, I'm going to be the one guy that steps in and says, the verbal octagon that you're trying to set up, man, we gotta call it off, all right? I am a Portland manor. I have listened to many calls on local Portland shows. That that is not a fight that we want
1: to have. Hey, I'm hey, gonna say it right hold, hold, now. Hold, hold, hold. So, time out. We, we've already had it. We, we've we've it
10: happened last night. It. I, I missed. Mm. Oh, miss oh
1: my! We had the fight. Linda. It was Hello. all right. Wow. He's actually not wrong. We likely should not have done it, but we did do it. Mystery caller, we Blair and Maine, go back and download the podcast. It was it was a surprise. I, we blew we blew off password, the word game of the stars for the Octagon. I was
7: confused. I thought he was talking about the
1: rematch at first. There, but I guess. No, I think he was talking about the. No, he admitted he didn't hear it. Oh, yeah, yeah. He yeah. said he missed it. So,
9: so uh, oh. nice job, mystery caller.
1: See, I hear mystery caller, Eddie. I think it's like a caller from the Ben Maller show past.
9: Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. So that was uh it was disappointing on many levels.
1: Yeah, that's that's like when you're a kid and you expect to get the new video game and you instead you get like a you know, I don't know. Sweater. A sweater? Yeah, a sweater or something like that. You're like, yeah. yeah. Uh David in Pennsylvania writes and says, Ben, I love I love you, but you're leaving out some facts. In twenty eighteen Uh, Carson Wentz had some great games with a terrible team. Uh, If you remember, everybody was hurt. They were uh, pulling receivers off the couch. Last year was his worst, but uh, good riddance. All right. Well, we only have a limited amount. There's a finite amount of time here, David. We can't go through every single game Carson Wentz has played. But keep in mind, even crappy quarterbacks have good games. Drew Locke, who sucks. He smells like rotten eggs for the Broncos. Has had some good games where he's looked like a legitimate NFL quarterback. I mean, geez. All right. Uh, So it looked like a hostage video. I am referring, and I don't know if you saw this or not, Dan Orlovsky. Man, oh man, oh man. So Dan Orlovsky's a pun. He used to be a quarterback. He was a terrible quarterback in the NFL in his day, which makes him more than qualified to be uh, a talking head on TV. Uh, he works at that small outfit in Bristol, Connecticut. So Orlovsky made some comments, and he repeated stuff that he claimed he had heard through the grapevine. Besmirching the name of Justin Fields, the Ohio State quarterback, who's projected to be a top 10 pick in the draft. And he said that he's hearing some things about how he's the last one in and the first one out and all that kind of stuff. Well, immediately the woke arotty said, Racist, you're racist. How dare you? You can't say that, Dan Orlovsky. Uh, so. He uh, issued a video. You got to check it out, though, because it's it's pretty amusing when you watch the video. It reminded me of the the hostage videos. He's wearing a baseball cap. He's uh, he's got a very serious look. He's wearing a a t shirt. Like this is it was just. I don't think I can do it justice. You got to look at it yourself. Even blind Emmett can check this out and see. This is uncomfortable. This is awkward, uh, and uh, so he did, and he released it, like, early in the morning, which tells you, like, somebody called him said, you got you, you to gotta correct this. You got you to gotta send a message out. You can't allow that to be the story. All right, it is the Ben Mather Show. It's, uh, it's wild. Remember, we had a uh, Tony Romo, there was a Tony Romo hostage video uh, a couple of years back when he was playing. And, uh, but this was on on YouTube. All right, straight ahead for us, Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week for the rest of the hour. Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week.
9: Now, I'm sure uh, you guys probably saw this as you were all scanning around the uh, the baseball diamonds, the various different games. This was a big story, even if it didn't involve one of the teams. But uh, did you see a lot of people were chattering up that uh, there were three former high school teammates All starting pitchers on opening day. Max Freed.
1: Yeah, from L.A. Uh, here. Yeah, from, the from, yep. from
9: Southern California. Max yeah. Freed of the Braves, Jack Fleury of the Cardinals, and Lucas Giolito of the White Sox all got their starting assignment on opening day for their respective teams. They all not only went to the same high school, they all played together at the same yeah. time at Harvard-Westlake, a bougie school here yeah. uh, in That's Southern California. That's not your typical
1: neighborhood high school. you yeah. got to have a little yeah. cash to get in there. No, exactly. Very,
9: very true. Very true. But still very, very rare. For yeah. something like that well, to happen, matter of fact, I'm sure it's never happened it's
1: before. It's rare, but then there's like, you know, every town, every big city has a school like that. What's the one in Dallas that produces all the quarterbacks? Like Breeze went there and a bunch of quarterbacks. There's a school in the Dallas area where uh, they're known for that. You know, there's certain, certain schools that have that. The private school, the private high schools, the, the expensive ones that have that reputation. But yeah, it's it's great. Congratulations. They're all making a ton of money. They're in the pension, so they got that. They're set up. They're good. All right, Uh, it is the Ben Maller Show as we press on. And there are jokes to be told. And who better to tell the jokes than, well, you, I guess. Knock, knock. Who's there? Lame Week. Lame Week who? It's Big Ben's Lame Joke of the Week. Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week every week at about this time. Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week for your dancing and dining pleasure. And so we'll get right into the jokes right now. We don't need any laugh track, Eddie. We've put the laugh track on hiatus. Good. Po- possibly forever. Oh. I hope so. Yeah, Eddie's very upset. You're more upset than Coop, and Coop was the one that was supposed to meet with him.
9: Well, how do we know? We haven't talked to Coop yet about it. Maybe. That's he's, good
1: point. Maybe he's more we'll sick. find out next week. Yeah. We'll find out, yeah. All right, Milkman Mike from Colorado sent this one in. The local news has reported that grocery stores have drastically low inventory levels, not seen since the start of the pandemic. Oh, is that right? Yeah, apparently Lizzo had uh, recently stopped in to get dinner for the night, so it uh, messed it up there. All right, even though Lizzo was a Broadway legend, why was she asked to retire early? Well, I don't know why was she asked to retire because every time she walked on stage, she would bring the house down, Eddie. <laughs> it's Inca terror. All right, what was Lizzo's favorite board game growing up? This one's easy, Eddie.
9: Lizzo's favorite board game growing up
1: was it uh, Candyland? No, no, that's a good guess, but it was Hungry Hungry Hippos. That was the. You know, that's uh, just Josh. Sent that in uh, from Cincinnati, the great joke writer and singer. Did you see that Lizzo's newest single photo shoot, uh, do you see the, the new single photo shoot for a, a magazine there? No, I did not see that. Yeah, it was actually a 10-page spread. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I'm Ran from Vancouver. Everyone's got these Lizzo jokes. Did you hear that Lizzo was recently seen out sunbathing?
9: I, I did not hear that.
1: Yeah, she was laying out from Ohio to Kansas. It's <laughs> a so milkman Mike in Colorado. Let me know when these Lizzo jokes get uh, old, Eddie, because I'll move on to something else. Oh, why, okay, Go ahead. Why has Lizzo been banned from the Empire State Building? I don't know why. So airplanes won't attack her. Jesus. There's no end. Uh, Gordon in Tacoma. Now, Lizzo's our new Bartolo Colon. We used to have Bartolo Colon. Bartolo's not pitching anymore in the big leagues, so we have Lizzo. I did we- see Kung Fu Panda hit a home run for the Braves. He is, uh, whoo. Large and oh in my charge. Oh, yeah. We could make this the Pablo Sandoval radio roast. He had a pinch hit homer. That was a pinch hit homer. run. Uh, why should you take gambling advice from Lizzo? Oh, I don't know. Why should you do that? She always covers the spread. <laughs> Chip Chip from Maine who sent that one in. What did Lizzo say when she was offered some food for thought? Uh, What did she say? She said, keep your thoughts to yourself. I'll just eat your food. (laughs) Surfer Todd, professional comedian. Lizzo is so fat. How fat is she, Ben? She's so fat that NASA is planning an unmanned Lizzo mission. (laughs) It's a hillbilly mic we've got all parts of the country sending lizzo jokes in It's not just one part, it's all parts. Uh, what do you get when Lizzo decided to lay out by the pool and sunbathe in the nude? Oh, I don't know. You get a full warm moon I see what you did there, Josh. How dare you? What is Lizzo's spirit animal? Uh, I don't know tell me the elephant so j d in Boston, uh, why did the restaurant Lizzo open go bankrupt? Uh, why? She ate all the profits, obviously. Come on, Eddie. You realize, know, John.
9: All right. With that one, I think we should move on.
1: Uh, what is Bartolo Cologne's spirit animal? Uh, Lizzo? Yes, Lizzo. That's, you've, you've seen that one before. That was Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. All right. We'll move on from that. Uh, did you hear that Marcel has been asked by the restaurant industry in New York City to write reviews of the uh, for the uh, the Zagat restaurant guy. No,
9: I didn't hear that. Congratulations to Marcel.
1: Yeah, apparently he writes great choice for every review. So it's it's interesting, interesting strategy. That was Milkman Mike in uh, Colorado who sent that one in. Why is the NBA hurting right now? Uh, why is that, Ben? Well, apparently it's got two injured balls. That's right. They're both uh, both dinged up there. I love our the balls. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, did you hear that the, uh, about the octopus that uh, sucked at a time you cannot suck?
9: I, I did not hear about that, no.
1: Yeah, he was really up in arms about it. Oh. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, how is Whoopi Pie Blair celebrating Easter? I don't know. How is he celebrating Easter? He's hunting for some tail. That's uh, Eric in Iowa. Did you know that Marcel made a movie this week? I did not know that. Yeah, it's called the Blair is My Bitch Project is what it's called. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, Bill from Iowa. Uh, and uh, here's another one. What gets bumped into more than Blair's bike tires? Uh, I don't know. What gets bumped into more than that? His couch cushions. Couch cushions. <laughs> uh, how do you know what happened during the Marcel versus Blair verbal octagon? Uh, how do you know? Well, uh, a lot of people felt really good about their own intellect. That's what happened after that. Gary from Youngstown, Ohio. Uh, What's Doc Mike's favorite way to watch movies?
9: Uh, I don't know. What is his favorite way to watch movies?
1: Streaming. Turnpike Bob. Early? No, it's Turnpike Bob in Ohio sent that one in. What is Coop's favorite part of the Easter basket? Uh, The grass? Yes. Uh, You've heard that one before. That's Eric in Iowa. Now, how did Whoopi Pie Blair celebrate Palm Sunday?
9: Oh, boy. Uh, I don't know. How did he do that?
1: Well, apparently he went to the library. He got kicked yeah. out again. I don't yeah. know what happened, Eddie. But, yeah. So, uh, Eric in Iowa, did you hear that beer-drinking Brian recently had to have his liver replaced? Uh, I did not hear that, no. Yeah, it's, it's okay, though, because doctors installed a pony keg, so... It's all good. Milkman Mike there in Colorado. Why does Charlie in San Antonio use the Twitter handle Romosexual? Why does he do that? Well, apparently when he wants to do something, uh, some hanky-panky there with his girlfriend, she has to close her eyes and pretend he's Tony Romo. So, <laughs> so. Chris in Des Moines. What, uh, what did Beer Drinking Brian say when Weedman Man Hippie asked if he could take half pint out on a date? Oh, I don't know. What did he say? Uh, No way you are taking my mother out. (laughs) Ah. So, John from Youngstown. Why was Half Pint giving beer drinking Brian the evil eye from across the room? I don't know. Why was he doing that? Apparently he had his arms around two strange kegs. So there's a a problem there. What did the cop say to Jed who fled as he was slapping the cuffs on him? Uh, I don't know. What did he say to him? You've done methed up for the last time. So, Just Josh there. Did you hear the theme park across America uh, has, a, has announced a new roller coaster only for potheads? I did not hear that, no. Yeah, it's called Coop de Loop is what it's called there. <laughs> All right, so Gordon... In to come. Why don't we pause for the cost Now, Eddie, we can either do the Tammy and Montana radio roast or the Deshaun Watson radio oh, roast. Deshaun
9: Watson. Yeah, All right, you're yeah. very
1: down on the Tammy radio roast. We will have the Deshaun Watson radio roast. We will get to that, and we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben
2: Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
9: we are always looking to proliferate the Maller militia help our grassroots movement add new listeners to the show support our noble efforts by posting comments about the ben mauler show on twitter instagram facebook and all other social media you have the power to influence others to join the cult of the ben Mallor show and now live from the fox sports radio studios it's ben Mallor.
1: and the lame jokes of the week continue now we do this each and every week at this time if you're uh softy and you can't handle some humor there you don't like jokes and this is obviously not for you but we will continue on and these are all jokes sent in by listeners if you would like to send a joke in care of the ben Maller show it's ben Maller show at gmail.com send it anytime but there is a cutoff on thursday usually by uh, early afternoon if you don't get your jokes in uh, they will not make it on air uh, pretty much guaranteed on that. But here we go. It's uh, big men's lame jokes. Eddie wanted the Deshaun Watson radio roast, so here we go. Uh, with all these lawsuits against Deshaun Watson, you'd think he's dishonest, wouldn't you, Eddie? Sure. Well, actually, from what we've heard, he it sounds like a straight shooter. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hillbilly Mike sent that one in. Uh, did you hear the Wizard of Oz character Tin Man has been renamed? Is now filming commercials. I did not hear that. No. Yeah, he's apparently working for Viagra. He now goes by the name Rusty Hardin. So, uh, that's, uh, average <laughs> Joe sent that one in. The uh, article "Dick Won't Be Denied" was not written about the caller from Dayton, Ohio. Oh, really? Yeah, those are actually the allegations against Deshaun Watson. Apparently, that's uh, interesting. <laughs> it's uh, Gary from Youngstown, Ohio, sent that one. And the NFL Bookham announced two awards for Deshaun Watson. Oh, is that right? I have Deshaun Watson, so that's good. I have the text. Yeah, he's uh, Eddie. Good news, Eddie. He's the Offensive Player of the Month uh, and MVP, uh, Most <laughs> Valuable Pervert. So you've uh, you've yes. got that. That's. Uh, Chip from the Qs. Uh, what did Deshaun Watson, uh, Chip Chip from Maine, rather, what did Deshaun Watson say when asked why he did what he did? Uh, what did he say? He said, quote, there was too much pressure in the pocket. <laughs> 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 uh, why didn't Deshaun Watson pay any of the 19, now 21, masseuses? Uh, why not? Apparently, they fumbled their hand off. So... <laughs> Problem there. That's uh, Chip again. Chip's got a lot of these. Uh, why is uh, Rusty Harden entering a plea of not guilty for Deshaun Watson? Uh, why is he doing that? He wasn't himself before he was hungry, sponsored by Snickers. <laughs> that. All right. That's uh, the Deshaun Watson uh, mini radio roast here. Uh, what did the masseuse say to Deshaun Watson when she stormed out of the room? I don't know. What did she say? She said, I thought you were crazy, but now I can see you're nuts. (laughs) Turnpike Bob in Ohio. This one's from Warren. uh, Says, for Deshaun Watson, what is better than roses on his piano? I don't know. You've never heard this joke before, Eddie? No. Oh, come on. Roberta, you've heard this one, right? No. Bo? Bo the show. No. Oh, all right. All right. Uh, so for Deshaun Watson, what is better than, than roses on his uh, piano? Uh, that would be uh, two lips on his organ. He likes that. So there we go. Uh, you guys, that's a classic joke right there. You've not heard that joke before? Man. All right. How is Deshaun Watson celebrating Easter? I don't know. How is he celebrating Easter? Well, he invited a masseuse to come to his house and look for his Easter eggs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, all right, balls. that's the. Uh, we had a bunch of weed man jokes also, but he's not here, and Eddie's a anti weed man, so no, you can tell the jokes. All right, uh, dried up a, a dried up raisin, a piece of lint, and a cigarette butt. Yes, food picks with weed man. <laughs> what is weed man's spirit animal? A cockroach. No, uh, it's a begging dog, actually. Is the, uh, <laughs> that's Eek and Rosa, who predicted you would say cockroach. How do you make Weed Man disappear? Uh, offer him a job application. No, tell him you're coming to town to visit him. That's from just <laughs> Josh. That's, that's about right, though, isn't it? <laughs>